0: but sometimes it just depends on what color your MP is. (laughs) So the more red we get, the better, obviously. But uh, I mean, everyone helps, obviously. So
1: I don't understand that. What do you mean by what color they are? That sounds sounds like, like, dude, what what, color their logo is. (laughs) Oh, I see. Just saying the color of the logo. I'm like, what are you saying? Like, okay, we're going to put you on mute now. We're going to put you on a seven second timer. Like John Cherry, Chad, you're going to have a seven second delay because I don't know what you're going (laughs) to say. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host Scott Peckford on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey Broker Nation, welcome to I Love Mortgage Brokering Podcast. i doing my 10 loads a month series, this a tactical podcast I produce every week. I'm your host Scott Peckford. And today I bring on two guests. I did a live session with Chad Winninger from Snap NOA and Jeff Lee from Easy NOA to talk about NOA retrieval services and what the challenges are and why they get shut down. So I wanted to do this episode. So if you're one of my American listeners, this may not be super useful for you, but to give you some context, one of the challenges of having an NOA retrieval service is that they get shut down from time to time. And it's because even though they do everything compliant, CRA doesn't really fit their program of what they had intended the product to used for and consumers love it brokers love it and as we talk about with chad and jeff it actually significantly can reduce fraud you know i think that the way that this becomes normalized is that you need to beat the fraud drum and say we want to eliminate as much fraud as possible and the benefit that the brokers are going to get is you can get documents quick. The benefit the client's going to be is like less hassle. I can sign a form and get my income signed off. So, all these things are good for consumers and brokers. But to get the government bodies to be on board with it, I think you're going to have to approach it from a fraud perspective. In any case, we have a chat about that. And so, before we jump into that, I'm going to give a shout out to our title sponsor, Finmo. Finmo's is a Canadian mortgage application, document collection, submission platform very easy to use for borrowers it's also very easy to use for brokers they got cool things like smart docs so it knows what documents your client needs They got smart submission notes so as you go to hit submit it's automatically pulling data from the application so that the underwriter can make a decision quicker and it's connected to lender spotlight which means you can search all the rates and guidelines that are available you can check them out at blenddesk.com finmo and schedule a free demo they'll give you a tour check it out and check out this conversation i have with chad and jeff Hey, Broker Nation, Scott Packford here. So today I have Chad Winiger from Snap NOA and Jeff Lee from Easy NOA to come chat with me about what's going on with NOA services because there's a lot of confusion out there and I don't think that most people understand how these businesses work and... So I thought, why not just have an open discussion about this? And so if anybody has any questions, especially on the Facebook group, just putting them in there. Somebody's monitoring that for me, and then they're going to just ping them over. If I try to watch this on Facebook, I will be lost. So just give you a little background on both of these guys. So Chad, been a mortgage broker since 2000. And when was it, Chad? Six. 2006, same as me. And created Snap NOA in 2016, the average about 4,000 pulls a month of NOAs. You can find him at snappanoa.com. And then Jeff Lee, he's been in the mortgage business since 1992. No, I'm just kidding. Not that long, Jeff. Since uh, 2000. How long have you been a broker?
2: Uh, 10 years yes.
1: 10 years. Okay. 10 years in the business. He averages three to 4000 a month and polls about the same. Best way to find you guys online, where's that easy NOA through velocity, but also how can they find you directly? At orders at easy NOA. And you started that in like 2016 as well, 2015, 16 or something. So maybe I'll throw the question to you first, Jeff, and then I'll bounce over to Chad. So what is an NOA retrieval service? I think people, let's just clarify what it is we're talking about so that we start there and then we'll go into some of the confusion after.
2: Yeah, like an NOA retrieval uh, service is just basically mortgage brokers and financial institutions that want to access NOA documents for their clients. We have a partnering relationship with CRA and uh, we pull those documents, be it NOAs, T4s, T4As, child tax benefits, pretty much any NOA document that CRA provides. We can get that from CRA for the clients and or their mortgage brokers, which again, pretty much expedite the document side of things and qualify income
1: and you can decision files faster, which is what I've always loved about since these services first popped up many years ago. So how would you describe it, Chad? Anything Jeff left out that you, anything you want to, I'm kidding. Anything you want to correct, Jeff? We're going to have a fight. (laughs) We're going to be like, fight, fight, fight. I'm just teasing. You I actually thought it would be helpful to have people from two different companies just discuss this rather than just having one and then it's, Kind of an open forum, but that's correct, right? In terms of what ordinary retrieval service does. It goes over. Yeah, correctly. I mean
0: we're that's the beauty of it. I mean obviously us and easy and operate very much similarly. And yeah, it's exactly as Jeff described. We go and we get all the necessary documents from CRA. So beauty it takes, of it is it
1: takes it takes minutes instead of you know how long it takes take clients sometimes to find. So correct uh, yeah. I'll throw this question to you first Chad. So why have brokers seem to adopt the service? I'm sure both you guys when you started weren't expecting maybe you were but to be doing this many requests a month. Why do you think it's grown I'll throw it to you first, Chad, and then I'll. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, obviously, in the broker community, I mean, as the mortgage rules and everything gets tighter and tighter, and documentation lists get longer, and longer. I mean, brokers are really adopting these services just because it is a quick and easy, efficient way. And I mean, even in the broker community, I mean, I would say this, I'm sure Jeff would say it as well, but it's cost effective. Not everyone would agree with us, but uh, it's a cost effective way to just to get a lot of the tax documents that you need in a nice, easy PDF format that every single lender complies with. I mean, we've never had anyone come back to us and say, oh, the lender didn't like this document. Can we get a different format? I mean, so when you think about like today's day and age, full compliance packages up front, it helps the broker as far as speed and efficiency, but even like clients love it too, because it's like, I mean, obviously with the emergence of COVID and everything that happened in the last few years, scanned images, JPEG images, all the things that you got to transfer and send over and all this, that clients just are always trying to do from their smartphones now. This is a quick, simple consent form, takes five seconds to fill out and sign. And the speed and efficiency of it is if you are trying to get it yourself I and mean, you have to go to CRA. I mean, a client could spend like hours on the phone with CRA, trying to log in, find it, all that. Whereas like, if you catch us at the right time, and I'm sure Jeff's team is the same as this, if you catch us at the right time, it's like, it could be turned around in 10 minutes. So yeah. Speed, efficiency, compliance. And and you don't have to get JPEGs, JPEGs.
1: which lenders love JPEGs. Okay, so anything (laughs) you wanna add to that, Jeff, in terms of why you've seen this service grow so much over the last four or five years?
2: Yeah, like, you know, being in the mortgage brokering business, one of the most painstaking things for clients is collection of documents, right? And you know the beauty thing about EasyNOA and Snap is that it simplifies that not only for the client but for also the broker. And as Chad noted, all you do is fill out a consent form, you click a button, and you have those in your inbox. You know within four hours. So it's easier for the broker, it's easier for the client. It takes like one to four documents less that you're asking for the client, and it just makes it more of a seamless process because document collection for all brokers, you know, that's the most painful part. Of the process a lot of times.
1: Okay. And then so what are the current challenges? I'm gonna throw this to you first, Jeff. So what is the kind uh, of one of the challenges of having an NOA retrieval company?
2: What are the, one of the current challenges? Uh yeah.
0: well. Three letters. <laughs> C-R-A. starts with C ends with A. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know CRA is the biggest challenge with the retrieval companies and just being compliant with their verbiage which is very, very unclear. It seems like you get three different messages from three different people. And that is the biggest challenge is CRA. And um, yeah, really three letters.
1: Okay. And so does CRA see this as a necessary service? Like, what are your thoughts on that?
2: I think CRA doesn't really recognize it as a necessary service because it's not on the top of their pile. Chad and I have had many conversations about CRA and, you know, the age of the dinosaur and their ability to adapt. I don't think they realize the importance of document retrievals. I don't think they understand on the lender side and the broker side in regards to, you know, the prevention of fraud. And even with a lot of the major banks that we're starting to deal with, they want this service to simplify their condition list and just to verify documents that they're getting. And like one of the biggest things in our industry is fraud. And that's the fraud of T4s, the fraud of NOAs. And utilizing this service strictly takes out all away. So, I don't think CRA understands that side of things yet. We're getting into the process and getting into the thought process of that. But again, you know, working with CRA is like dealing with dinosaurs. So,
1: right. We got to fax some stuff. Hey, send me a fax. What were you, Chad? What do you see the current challenges of running an NOA retrieval company?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's obviously the biggest one is CRA. And I mean, it goes across like the whole entire like spectrum of anything related to CRA. I mean, I don't know about Jeff and his team and kind of the phone calls they get, but I mean, like I do get phone calls all the time where like, obviously like there's a lot of scams out there with CRA and people always call us being like, Oh, what is this? And why do you want my information? It's usually a pretty quick, easy conversation. Like most people, when they say, how do you have access to my information? Cause a consumer called, I mean, we all know that brokers send a lot of information to people and they sign a lot of stuff they don't necessarily read. So sometimes things pop up or they get an email from CRA or they get that letter in the mail that says their representative has changed. I mean, on top of the CRA side, the other side is just really kind of educating the consumer on who we are, what we do, how long we have access, what we're pulling, like that kind of thing. And I believe that like we do do a really good job of that. Like we put that information in front of them time and time again, so they do understand what they're signing, why they're signing it. And it is only for a short time, not a long time, because I mean, we want to get in, we want to get the information, we want to get out. Like that's our whole mandate. Um, Okay. Okay. And even on the CRA side, I mean, obviously like Jeff alluded to, like there are all these like rules and stuff. And as much as people may think that we're not following the rules, believe me, the amount of times I've spent on the phone hours and hours talking to people and everything, the reason they don't like us, they can't even tell us why, like they can't even give us the verbiage. They can't even tell us this is what you're in contravention of. This is why we don't want it. Like there's no physical, actual like thing. Right. complied in the sense that we're working with accountants. I mean, at one point in time, a year and a half ago, I opened up a tax preparation business and they still didn't like me. So it's just crazy. They don't know what they have and they don't really understand what we do yet. Right. I always tell people we are paving a new way in the mortgage world. And I think the CRA part is they just don't understand what we're doing when all of a sudden they see one company doing the thousands of authorizations that we do on a monthly basis. They've probably never seen it before. So they don't understand it.
1: So in a way, it's like it's not that originally intended purpose, but is extremely effective from a Correct. client's perspective because it's quick. It's effective from the lender's perspective because basically get the documents directly from the government instead of somebody manufacturing them on Photoshop. There's no downside to this at all, other than the fact that CRA just has not seemed to really grasp that this is a service that consumers want, that brokers and lenders want, but they just haven't figured out how they're going to deliver that. Is that what you makes the outcome? They just- don't
0: understand it. is what I always say. They don't understand it. And for people to say that they'll never do it, I think that's also a little bit false because I think people also forget that we used to file our taxes with a piece of paper and a pencil, our tax returns and sending them into CRA. And now everything's electronic, so yeah, I and now CRA calls it. me
1: all the time. I get texts, "Hey, you owe money. CRA, right, <laughs> click here." So I'm like, yeah, sure. And those are definitely scams, right? Man, I keep sending the money, and they're never happy. You know, it's like your so Walmart gift cards get, get lost. Walmart <laughs> gift cards, yeah, exactly. So, what then, in your words, maybe Jeff? What causes the outages? So, what causes these like you know temporary outages that create frustration for brokers? And they're like, "What the heck?" It's kind of like, "Don't take away my toy," right? Like, I like my toy, and then I take it away, and I get frustrated.
2: Well, you know, there's the temporary outages where CRA is just kind of updating their services and then basically- And that
1: affects everybody, yeah.
2: Yeah, so that affects everybody. But with these outages, again, it's, as Chad said, is it's being compliant with CRA in the verbiage, which we are. We are compliant with it, but it seems that that verbiage always changes. But when you try to find that verbiage, they can never send it to you. So the issue is, is we're fighting a battle where we're compliant and we're within guidelines, but it seems because they're unfamiliar with it.
1: And the people change, as you know, you don't always deal with the same person. And then it's like, yeah. that's not you know, how they're interpreting their compliance. So then, it, you know, they can create these. I mean, you guys, there's not been a time that you guys have not been able to go back online. You're not like dead. It's not like the service. It's just, it gets knocked out for a little bit. Correct? Correct. Yeah. Right. Okay. Is there a plan? to, you know, make it so that it can be, you know, permanent uptime or is, what are you guys thoughts on? So maybe you go first, Chad, and then I'll come to you, Jeff.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously in the fight against CRA, and I think a lot of people think that we're just sitting here kind of just like finding quick fixes, solutions, but I mean, that could be further from the truth. I mean, obviously Jeff and I are competitors. We run two different businesses, but like we do very much talk to each other all the time. I mean, I would classify Jeff as a friend. Like we talk about it. We try and find ways. Yeah, do you
1: classify Chad as a friend? Let's <laughs> let's still air the air here. <laughs>
0: You know, know, even to Chad's point,
2: like competition is good. If you can't have allies with your competition, you shouldn't be in business.
0: Totally. I mean, ever since the first outage we've had or shutdown we've had, so to speak, back in 2020, I've been talking to Mortgage Professionals Canada and we've been trying to help them with that because while they've been lobbying and a lot of the banks have been lobbying the government for something of nature of like this access the scale that we do it and the amount of times we do it now has never been seen before so i really honestly just believe they don't understand what we do and they don't understand if i was cra and someone was doing like four to five thousand authorizations a month and they see it from a couple different companies and they can see it and they know what's happening the thing that blows my mind is where's the phone call being like what are you guys doing like you did it once before then you're doing it again like it just blows my mind that they don't ever call us logic is not something that cra has so we're trying to work with mortgage professionals Canada. We're trying to like help them with information to get us going. As far as like, how do we get in touch with the right people to really? And if they want to come in and analyze what we're doing, like I mean, it's an open book. Like they can come and look at what we're doing because we are compliant. We're trying to work within the scope, and every change that we make in our business comes directly from them saying you can't do this. Okay, well then let's change it. But they don't give us any guidance, and that's really what we're looking for from CRA. And I mean, I don't exactly like the whole, like everyone grab your pitchfork and go in guns a blazing, but unfortunately until a bunch of people make a stink about it, I mean, they don't really care. Like they're not going to like pick up the phone and call us. MPC has been great on trying to get us in touch with the right people, but at the same time, sometimes their CRA thinks that, oh, we'll fix the problem for you, but how long is that going to take? How many millions of tax dollars is that going to take? And when's that realistically going to come to fruition? Right. Whereas they have solutions. If they want to come and monitor us, then come and monitor us. I don't care. Like you yeah. want to see every consent form. We'll send you every consent form. It's not hard. We have them. It's like, yeah, we're not like in contravention from anything CRA tells us to do. They just don't actually check on us. So, right. Yeah. Uh, how are you, do you have any thoughts on that?
2: Yeah. Just to Chad's point, like MPC has been very active as well as Chad. They've been with connection with CRA for over a year now, trying to educate them in this service. And again, it's just CRA has to understand that this is an industry and there's a need, there's a prevention of fraud. Like what other kind of service provider can basically, you know, do what we do for an industry that does hundreds of billions of dollars, it's just a win. So for them not to see it or for them choosing not to see it at this point is frustrating not only for not even necessary for easy in a way or snap in a way it's just for the industry as a whole. Right. And the importance of what our platforms provide. And, right. and that's the frustrating part with this is that again, CRA just chooses not to recognize it at this point. And again, it goes back to, you know, everybody seems to be rotating within the big corporation. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with one person, then you're dealing with another, and then it's just an ongoing revolving. Right.
1: revolving right. And just, yeah, you guys are on the cutting edge of, a new way to solve this problem. CRA is solving a problem they don't even know they're solving, which yeah. I think if you have any, if you want to you know, build your case around, it's the fraud prevention. If the government doesn't want increased fraud in the mortgage industry, the lenders don't want increased fraud. And so if there's one rallying cry, for us brokers, we get the benefit of speed, of efficiency, but the CRA doesn't really care about that. They're like, we don't care. That's not my problem. A form. We'll get back to you in two weeks. fraud
0: fraud was on every single political
1: party's platform so the 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 approach to this is mortgage community will benefit mortgage brokers and consumers are going to benefit from the speed that this can be done but the angle this needs to be approached with the regulators is just fraud prevention so if i were you guys and now i know that there's been some people asking to write letters and stuff to their mps so if somebody wants to like if you're a mortgage broker and you use these services and you're like, man, I don't want this to be gone because it would kind of suck if you've got to go back to like tracking all these documents down. I think if the right pressure was put in the right place, it becomes a no longer a problem, but the approach has to be, hey, we're trying to eliminate fraud in the mortgage industry. That is a big concern and getting lenders on board in terms of you know them standing behind you as well as the brokers and consumers, then that's how it changes. They don't change anything unless they're forced to, let's be honest. So, Where could they reach out if they wanted to reach out to their local MP and send something, some kind of communication that was you know, intelligently written and doesn't just say, we want to do it faster because I don't think they're going to care. The MPs aren't going to care. Like That's not a political issue, but fraud is a concern and it's a big one and we need to, I think that's the thing you camp around. But do you guys have something on that? I'm just curious.
0: We do. In the last uh, week, I mean, this was kind of sparked by a specific post on ILMB where people were chatting about it. And um I mean, I know me personally, I've talked to a few of the brokers that were commenting on that post and just where their heads are at with it and trying to help them. And we do have a letter that we have formulated that uh, we did write that we can forward on to brokers that you can change a little bit of the verbiage, but the framework is there. You can add your name, you can do whatever. I mean, you can get a copy of it by just emailing us directly at info at snapnoa.com. Julie has no problem sharing that with you. And we have already seen a big response from like brokers who, because it was already being presented on the Facebook group as like, we need to do this. So we kind of took it by the horns a little bit and we did kind of write a letter and there has been a bunch of brokers that have already sent the letter into their local MPs and they're actually cc'ing us on it if you want. So we know it has been sent. And then on top of which also just for us, I mean, a snapping away, like we continue to work with mortgage professionals, Canada, and Paul Taylor and JP Butros over there and then we also are obviously as a business and stuff we are reaching out to our local MPs as well just to get them to help us because they have helped us in the past so they really do understand and believe that what we do is a valuable service but sometimes it just depends on what color your MP is <laughs> so the more red we get the better obviously but uh i mean everyone helps obviously so right.
1: yeah. i don't understand that what do you mean by what color there that sounds, that sounds like <laughs> like Dude, What what,
0: color their logo is.
1: Oh, I see just saying the color of the logo. I'm like, what are you saying? Like, okay, we're going to put you on mute now. We're going to put you on a seven-second timer like Don Cherry. Chad, you're going to have a seven-second delay because I don't know what you're going to (laughs) say. Okay, so Jeff, give me the last word on this whole situation, man.
2: Yeah, and just to reiterate what Chad says, you know, for those who use uh, EasyNOA, just email us at orders at easynoa.ca. We can get you that letter, forward it to your MP. You know, as Chad says, we're working with MPC. We're actively fighting to make this a necessary service. It's going to take time, no doubt about it. But the more people that can get involved and the more people that can, you know, make the noise, I don't want to say it's the easier it's going to be, but, you know, the more people that bring attention to this and the need for this and the whole thing about fraud prevention and it's a makes sense service so it's just at some point someone at CRA is going to get their the
1: right person's going to see it and say hey wait a second we need to you need to Sneaky do your part. wheel gets the grease yeah okay thanks guys for taking the time to chat with me hopefully this cleared up some things for you the mortgage community in terms of what's happening with these services and I know from my U.S. listeners like they've got all sorts of options for this and, you know, and some of the even payroll, big payroll companies now have services where you just go right to the, Hey, you work for a company that get paid for by, uh, I think Transperian or something. We can get you their employment to verification. So they're doing employment verification, not even through the employer, they're doing it through the payroll companies. So it's all about aggregating of data so that lenders can make good decisions with borrowers. And if that data is in a, government database or somewhere else, like let's work together to make it easy for the client and make sure that the chances of fraud go way down. That's the final thought on that. Thanks guys. We'll be chatting with you again. Peace. Scott. Scott, take care guys. This is an I love mortgage brokering production.